Hi everyone, welcome back to another week of Romance in Color. I am your host, Tati Richardson, here, one half of the duo here at Romance in Color. Hope y'all had an amazing Thanksgiving week. I did, I was recovering from bronchitis, but still it was wonderful. Had a great time with my family, just eating, relaxing, and enjoying the week of Thanksgiving and just being thankful um, for my family, my life, and all the awesome things that are happening to me. But this week, we have an amazing, amazing podcast. We have debut author Amber Samuel. Uh, we're going to talk about how she went from writing on Wattpad to a debut novel, The Many Dates of Indigo. And in our What is Book Talk reading segment, we have Indigenous activist and author Calla Claire with some amazing romance wrecks uh, coming straight from Book Talk that are diverse and amazing. But up first, my interview with the one and only amazing debut author, Amber Samuel. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Romance in Color. I am here with an amazing debut author whose book will be out in like nine days or something like that. Um, But I am here with the one and only Amber D. Samuel. Amber, how are you? I am fine. How are you? I am great. I'm great. Thanks for coming on. I know this was a last minute ask, but thank you so much for coming on. And I'm so excited to talk to a debut author um, and talk about your debut um, novel, The Many Dates of Indigo, and talk about your process and all the good things that make Amber, Amber. So before we get started, I like to ask everybody the same question, which is, when did you fall in love with romance novels and romance? Hmm, when did I fall in love with romance? Man, that's a tough question. Um, I would have to say I fell in love with it when I read, um, what book was that? <sighs> Chloe Brown. I can't remember the full title. Right. Get a life, Chloe Brown. Get a life, Chloe Brown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I started reading that book and I was like so interested. And I was like, man, okay, I want to read more stories with a black female lead in a romance. So mm-hmm. I started searching on Wattpad for that. I wasn't writing romance at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I found that a lot of Black writers on Wattpad were going to Amazon. Mm-hmm. And then I found the Amazon crowd and like, boom. I was like, okay, this is this is where it's at. This is where the Black romance books are. Mm-hmm. And that's and when so, I love. so, So you were just kind of a reader on Wattpad initially, just kind of just reading romance and, and, and kind of like, you know, kind of putting your your toe out there as far as trying to find, find out what your 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 thing was before you started writing. I was writing. writing thrillers. Oh wow okay. Yes I was writing thrillers at first and mm-hmm. sci-fi books and um, um, I ventured into romance because I was like wait there's a lot of romance 
there's not a lot of romance with black women mm -hmm. there were teenagers and i was like okay so we need more there needs to be like more like women like not just 21 but like 29 30 35 so there was a, a big demographic of of 20 something millennials that were on the site mm -hmm. for you know their age demographic mm. okay and so what made you make the transition from okay i'm just a kind of a participant in reading romance and because you were writing thrillers and just saying i'm gonna write a romance well it st started with the mandate of indigo because i was looking at being Mary Jane, and mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you remember, but the first episode was a movie on BET. Yes, I do. Yeah, I love and that. So Mary Jane went into the shoe store after work, and I was interested in the shoe store owner's life. Mm -hmm. And then that's how I created the Mini Dates of Indigo. And my sister was also dating at the time, and she was telling me about all her her dates and the fiascos and the mishaps and I was like okay this is interesting and then <laughs> started you know just writing um indigo on the side creating her family um and creating all these dating scenarios mm -hmm. and that's that's all so you so you wrote indigo on wattpad so tell people what what but for those who aren't familiar with wattpad and what wattpad is uh, can you kind of tell people what what Wattpad is, what what type of site it is uh, for writers and readers? Well, it's a site where writers can um, upload their stories chapter by chapter, and um, readers can vote on it. They can comment on it. It's kind of like um, um, having like a television show in written format, mm -hmm. and. Uh, you can be a, a new writer, you can be a professional writer, anyone can create an account and start writing and create a following. Mm, mm, mm. And how did you grow, how did you grow your following from, from Wattpad to like other social medias or have it translated over into other social medias? I, I just wrote consistently and mm -hmm. I also read other stories and was a participating partner in the um, community um, commented on stories and um, talked well not talked but, but you know communicated with other readers and you know just being a reader on the site and mm -hmm. following people and being supportive of other writers and and helping them out and then you know just creating that community where you know we support and help each other mm, mm, mm. so I know Wattpad has now transi transitioned into having an actual publishing arm and so how did that come about for you like from taking the book from the site Wattpad to now having it mass kind of traditionally published how did that how did that kind of come about um, well, they contacted me of uh, their interest to publish the mandates of Indigo and wow. like, okay, that's, you know, I, I was thinking about, you know, um, self-publishing and I was like, okay, mm -hmm. it seems like a, a good idea. Um, so 
um, I signed the deal and, you know, I just started writing the serialized book into an actual book, which mm -hmm. kind of, mm -hmm. not kind of, it, it, it's very different. <laughs> so how did you, how, how did that transition come about? So like, so like you explained on YPAC's kind of episodic portions of the novel gets, gets uploaded week by week by week. So from there, how do you kind of transform that into like a full length book? It was the edit, was it like heavy editing? Were you doing like a lot of developmental edits? Like, how did you kind of hone that, you know, into and craft that into an, an, a, a fully fleshed out, like, bam, novel? Did it change much? Did what you put on Wattpad change um, from, you know, from Wattpad to the actual published via Wattpad's publishing arm? Did it change? It did change um, <clears throat> because there was more room to um, play around with the, the characters and the story. It's, mm -hmm. it's like, it's bigger on the site, but because, you know, you have a word count that you have to fit into the book, it's mm -hmm. a little more line, a little less of those, you know, playful scenes um, that can go on the site. Um, mm -hmm. um, with the book, I had to trim a lot of a lot of fat. Mm. I had like a massive, a massive book because I, I tried to like make it like the Wattpad story in book form, but but it was thick. And I was like, okay, so uh, my editor and I we had to you know find like the concrete story story. Mm -hmm. work in there and like kind of you know build upon that yeah because because when you're up so so and I I, I have been on Wattpad and I have read before <laughs> so because most of the time it's sort of like you put up a, you put up an episode and it kind of it could ebb and flow week to week about what you're putting up mm -hmm. you know so but now when you're having to translate that the thing right. is you want a lot of chapters because the more chapters you have, the more comments you have, the more votes you have, the more readers you get. Mm -hmm. into the ranking. So, I mean, that having more on Wattpad, is, mm -hmm. it helps you, but mm -hmm. it doesn't in the book form. Right, right, right. Because you can't have like a, a 150,000 words <laughs> in a romance no. novel. Right, right, right. But it's yeah, cool on Wattpad. Woo. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yes, Lord. Yes. Um, but yeah, you gotta you gotta trim it down. You gotta trim it down. So what was that process like for you? What was the toughest besides kind of trimming the the parts that you really loved? What else was kind of the tough parts of kind of like transforming this into the many dates of indigo? Um, losing some of those key things that I loved that mm -hmm. were just simple fun playful chapters mm -hmm. um, that showed you a little bit more insight of indigo and um showed you a little bit more of the playful side of her family and her relationships with some of the suitors um losing those were i'm still um processing that because those are the fun little chapters that were fun to write mm -hmm. um, 
I was able to keep some, not all of them. And mm -hmm. some the flashbacks that I had that that showed um, because the book celebrates her birthday. Mm -hmm. her birthday and the flashbacks showed how far she had come. And so I had to figure out how to, to do that without the flashback. So that was, um, it challenged me as a writer, but you know, challenges are a good thing. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So how has kind of writing this book kind of changed your perspective on like publishing and, and the whole process to being published? Because, you know, it's one thing to write episodes on Wattpad and it's another to like having to do the promo for your actual book that's coming out. <laughs> yes. Um, the thing about being on Wattpad and um, having a book traditionally published is it's kind of like the, the hurry up and wait thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm used to creating my cover, uploading it, writing my mm -hmm. chapter, uploading it, mm -hmm. um, getting um, reader feedback in like 30 minutes or maybe a day. Right. Uh, but this process is like someone makes your cover and they give you options to like, okay, do you like this cover? Do you like this cover? <laughs> yes. You want to add this? You want to add that? And you don't have like 100% of the control. Mm -hmm. so that was something that I had to, you know, I had to um, deal with and learn how to accept that, hey, it's not all under my control. Um, mm -hmm. You're working with a team of people. Um, and uh, what else? What else was difficult? Oh, waiting for the, the feedback from readers. Like, how do readers feel about this chapter? Mm -hmm. How do they feel about this reveal and, and like waiting to see how mm -hmm. they feel about it? Well, I got the I got the arc um, a while ago on NetGalley, and I was like, oh, this is good. This is good. Um, I'm not gonna give anything away, but um, as Amber said, it's about a woman who who gets to her milestone birthday, her thirtieth birthday. And like many women uh, who's getting harassed about where's your ring, where's your man, where's your baby, where's your this, where's your that. <laughs> and so she says, forget it, I'm going to start going on dates and try to find the one. Um, I like that it opens up, and I can tell this is your your kind of thriller background where it opens up with the wedding. So we know we know it's going to be a happily ever after, right? Mm -hmm. um, we, we open up with that, but we don't know who she's marrying. <laughs> we yeah, don't know. That's my, um, the mystery writer in me. Yes, I, yes. You know, the, the readers like guess, like who do they think is best for Indigo? Is it Diego? Is it Nathan? Is it Tate? Like they don't that know. Was the fun, that was the fun part. And of course, we're not going to give it away and tell y'all who she ends up with because we want you to read the book. But it was so enjoyable to kind of like go through that. And it, it felt like, it felt like reading like, an episode of The Bachelor, you know, where somebody's going on all these dates and trying to figure out who's the one and being emotionally torn between all these people, but realizing that you see the good in all of them, but you want to find the person who's the best fit for you. Yeah. Um, and so I loved, also love the family dynamics that she had as well and um, all of that. I, I really loved it. Like, I was like, this is awesome, a, a cool 
like breath of fresh air in 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 the romance genre. And so when I saw you on TikTok, I was like, oh my gosh, she's on TikTok. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> somebody who's also debuting this latter part of the year um, up until the beginning of the year. So I was super excited. So what, what you've heard about all these, there's been a lot of successful novels that have come out of Wattpad that have gotten like Hollywood treatments and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, does it make you nervous or excited that you know your novel could also have the potential to you know blow up and you know possibly become a movie or would you love you know if you if it did become a movie you know well how would that make you feel it makes me nervous and excited (laughs) um I start off as um someone that wanted to to do screenwriting Mm -hmm. Um, so I I also envision my stories as movies Mm-hmm. Uh, before I write them down, um, I'm uh, a visual writer, so I see the image in my head. Um, mm-hmm. um, I think that it would be great for Black women to see, you know, a Black woman on screen falling in love. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we don't get enough of that. There's not mm-hmm. enough. Particularly, yeah, particularly now, like, you know, in my heyday, when I was coming up in my 20s, 30s, you know, it was the golden age of Black rom-coms. You had the brown sugars and the love Jones and all these other things mm-hmm. that was going on. So we were able to see ourselves falling in love over and over again on yeah, screen. I miss that. Like, I, yes. was, I was a teenager and, you know, seeing Brothers and Love Jones. Mm-hmm. It was just so great to see, like, you know, that on screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and your book definitely gave me those same kind of feels. And I was just like, okay, yeah, I can I can picture like in my head like who I would want to cast. But I'm gonna ask you, who would you want to like if this was to become a, a movie, who would you see like casted in the role? Oh my god, I don't know. Really? No, I know when I, I, I first wrote the story on Wattpad, I my face claim for Indigo was Megan Good, and, and that's that's it. The um, I had Lance Gross for Diego, mm. um, and I would think her mother would be um, man, her name, my head's gone blank. Crap, she just won an Emmy, she's on an Oh, uh, um. Um, Moesha's stepmom. I <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, Shirley Ralph. Yes, uh, that would be her. Her, um, her mom. You know, successful partner at a law firm. Mm-hmm. And like, Hayes Bird, Bert, her yes. dad. You know, yes. or, or um, Dora Lindo. Mm. I got the parents. <laughs> you know, maybe her, but. No one else. I don't. Hmm. I don't want to say. I do see Sweetie as Hazel Rogers. You know. Really, Sweetie? (laughs) I I didn't know about Sweetie when I was writing the book. Uh huh. Um, but when I discovered Sweetie, I was like, "That's Hazel right there." (laughs) 
I liked her. I really liked her friend group too. Like she had some amazing friends um, as well. Um, what is it about like particularly female friend groups in romances that you think are so vital to like the 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 main character's kind of journey? Um, the friend group, I think, is another important relationship mm-hmm. for the main character um, that shows that, hey, she doesn't need a relationship. She doesn't need a man. She's already getting love. She's already getting support. She wants one. Right, 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 right. And these people are showing her, like, what she should be looking for in a partner, how she wants to be loved, how she wants to be cared for, how she wants to be listened to. And um, they're showing her what to look for in a partner. Yes, yes. Because you, she has a, you can tell she has a very fulfilled life mm-hmm. outside of romance and that the romance would just be kind of the icing on the top. But it doesn't help when other people are <laughs> harassing her about when you get married when this that the third uh you know she kind of wants to go on her own journey Um, yeah in her own time is any of that reflective of your own kind of personal life and 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 things like that I mean I, I did get those questions I I am very much a independent soul um mm-hmm. I, I go at the beat of my own drum. Um, so I did get those questions. People are, people are like, Amber, when are you dating? When are you going to do this? When are you going to do, the, do this? I'm like, stop asking me that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not really worried about it right now. Um, so I did feel that way, like how Indigo feels. But, but Indigo, she, she wants these things. Like these mm-hmm. things are very important to her. She just kind of, you know, forgot about, forgot about needing them and working for them because she was busy, you know, building her empire. Right, 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 right. Yeah, she that was kind of like totally, totally on the back burner for her and 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 who she was as a person. Um, so in your regular life, your 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 everyday life, um, you're I think you're you're a high school teacher elementary teacher elementary teacher okay elementary teacher so I know that's vastly different (laughs) from writing romance novels um how do you balance you know your writing schedule with you know having to teach and things like that I know during the pandemic it was probably really really tough um to try to write and all of that um as we try to you know have a new normal of virtual class and hybrid Mm -hmm. classes and things like that um, so how, what was your, what's a typical writing day look like for you as a teacher? Well, during the pandemic, um, I was, I wasn't teaching at the time. I was, um, uh, my mom had passed in, mm. and so I was just, you know, healing from being a caretaker and yes. helping her out. Yeah. So, um, I took a, a sub job. Um, but then that had last like three months and then boom, pandemic. And I was stuck at home and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just healed from, from grief and, um, I was able to write two books at the time. And mm-hmm. then, then after the pandemic, I, you know, I was ready to, to go back into a classroom and, 
you know, commit myself to my students. Mm-hmm. But, but right now, um, I only write on, on holidays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when you have the breaks. Yeah, yeah, in summer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure that's a lot easier to do um uh instead of you know trying to squeeze it in time before school or after school because you got a lesson plan and all that good stuff all that good stuff and you have to like you know like like do self-care um during the weekend you know Mm -hmm. and be ready for you know your students on monday morning oh absolutely absolutely i know my husband's a a teacher so i definitely know know all about that (laughs) um so as you go through like this process of like this debut year and the book is getting a lot of buzz, it's being featured in a lot of different places. I got a feeling that, you know, I'm probably going to see it on a Today Show really, really soon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting it in the atmosphere for you. Everybody. Oh, You're not gonna do it. I'm going to do it, girl. <laughs> so how are you p- preparing yourself for like this whole kind of debut year for your book and you've written it on Wattpad you've had reception there um and you know I know um from there I think it was like two parts right yeah like the first book you had another part of part of the book um but right Mm -hmm. so what is how are you preparing yourself for this like debut year of like all the the cool new things and the and the launches and the interviews and all that good stuff you know I'm just taking it day by day Mm mm-hmm taking it day by day that's it <laughs> that's all <laughs> nothing big no planning no you know no no meditation i'm just you know taking it one step at a time you know no but it's awesome though because like i said the book is getting a whole lot of buzz um and so when you're writing i know you're probably working on the follow-up to this um and the process can be long and super solitary like, how do you break yourself up for those moments where you're just kind of stuck in your writing and your process? Like, do you plot? Do you pants? Do you like outline meticulously? Like, you know, what is what is the pro- process like for you? I am a, um, I think they call it a planter. Mm-hmm. So I do like a, a very basic um, outline. Mm-hmm. I give room for the characters to, you know, tell me what they want. Mm-hmm. I, I also um, put like chapters on index cards and I have like a, a, a board on my wall where I write the characters down and um, things about the characters, like what does the character want? And I I just go from there. Mm-hmm. First I, I write one chapter and then I, after the chapter is ended, I try to decide, well, what will they do next? Mm-hmm. Based on mm-hmm. the character, what will mm-hmm. Indigo do? How will Indigo um, respond? And especially with the next book, it, it's, the title is The Peculiar Pregnancy of Indigo. Um, mm-hmm. It's dealing with pregnancy and, and, and starting a family and how, um, her family interacts with, you know, how she wants to take care of a kid and how um, the man that she she's with, how his upbringing will affect, you know, him being a, a father and a parent, yeah. how 
co-parent things like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's she's dealing with a different struggle mm-hmm. how to be a wife and then you know how to be a wife and how to be a mom on top of that so transitioning from from just dating to now building a life with somebody and also like how how to like you know she's a super independent boss and mm-hmm. so like you know when's enough enough when 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 can you like you know relax a little mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you doesn't have to do everything and be everything to everybody which she's used to to, to doing everything and and being there for everyone and mm-hmm. so that's kind of one of the things that uh, her and her her um partner you know struggle with like mm-hmm. you don't have to be everything to everyone and she's like but I do though right 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 I cannot wait I can't wait for the next book we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute but um <laughs> but um I'm going to ask you a few more things, a little questions about a little this or that so we can get to know more about you, Amber, and the things that you like and things that you like about reading. So what are some of the hardest things to write in books for you? The hardest things. That's a hard question. Hmm. Is it is it arguments? Is it sex scenes? Is it? Well, I love arguments. <laughs> I love writing arguments. I love writing dialogue too. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably sex scenes. They're fun, mm-hmm. but like I don't know. Like when? When is it too many? When is it? Not <laughs> like do I I spend like you know like am I elaborate with it? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So, so that's that's the only struggle with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How to balance the the, the level of smut you want to put? I can scare it away. Like, like you know, there I've thrown some in there. I'm like, and the editor was like, "Well, that doesn't you know fit." And I'm like, "But hey, it's fun though." Like, <laughs> well, you know, I don't know, but I must say that that it will be very prominent in um the peculiar pregnancy of indigo though because you know she's trying to get pregnant so right right so you gotta have some sex (laughs) (laughs) so what was your favorite book as a kid i don't remember the name of it but it's it's about um this hen trying to make bread i don't want to make bread okay yeah we're the hen goes around and asks everyone, can um, can you help me make bread? So she asks a cat, can you help me make bread? And she asks a dog, can you help me make bread? And they all say no. Um, I think it's called the little red hen. Yes, little red hen, yep, yep, yeah. yep. And so after she makes the bread at the end, they want some of her bread. <laughs> and I'm like, that's my favorite book. That's a, life, that's a life lesson in that book. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, yes, yes. A lesson in that book. I think I learned that lesson like early on, like you know. Yes. You want something from someone, you have to. You also have to help them. Yes, you have to help them. Absolutely. Um, do you like writing heroes or villains? I, I have a story called the psychopath maker. <laughs> I love writing villains. <laughs> 
You like villains? Oh, okay. Um, your favorite place to write? It's it's weird. It's the closet. The okay, this, okay. You're the first person I ever heard say the closet. Why the closet? Um, because like you can close the door and you can um cut the entire world off and you can like create your own in that mm. dark space. Well, the lights on, but it's like a closed in space. So it's just you and your thoughts in that in that closet. Wow. Okay. Okay. The closet. Interesting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, book reviews to read or not read. <sighs> that's that's a difficult one. I mean, I as a writer, as a reader, as a writer, as a writer, um, it depends on the person. Like I, I can read them. Um, I, I don't let it affect me because everyone has an opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, to read, it it depends on you have to be like like have a a, a strong self worth. Yes, absolutely, strong backbone. Yeah, <laughs> people are gonna have opinions. You don't have to agree with their opinions, but they're gonna have it, and they're entitled to it because they're human. That's true. Um, the last romance novel that you read. The last one. Well, I'm currently reading um, Before I Let Go. Okay. 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 That's pretty hot right now. Everybody's reading it. <laughs> Everybody's reading Kennedy Ryan. Um, if you do, you make playlists when you write, and if so, what kind of music helps you? Oh write? yes, I make playlists. Mm-hmm. What kind of music do you write to? R and B. R and B. It's a must for romance, you know. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Um, do you have a favorite word that you use in your writing? Um, kilter. Kil- okay. Kilter. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. You're like, oh, what, what's going on? Something something's off kilter. Off kilter. Everything a kilter. Um. If you, if there was somebody you were like, and they were new to romance, who are like a couple authors that you, you would tell them, yeah, you need to read these people? Hmm. Um, new to romance. I would say read Sandy Ryan, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Beverly Jenkins. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I love uh, Talia Hibbert, so. Oh, yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. Um, so we already kind of talked about, about your movie becoming a, your book becoming a movie and who you want to play the lead. Um, But do you have any, like, do you think there are any books that have been translated well into movie? Hmm. The Secret Garden. Oh, that's a good one from when we were little. I remember that. Yeah. That was a good book. Yeah. Um, and when it's all said and done, 
what does like literary literary success look like to you when you've written like a million books and this becomes a movie and all that good stuff what does like literary success look like to you I think success could be um people enjoying the book Mm -hmm. like loving the characters loving the story Mm -hmm. that would be a success Mm-hmm. okay okay and when it's all said and done what do you want readers to say about the books that you write like when they pick up an amber d samuel book you'll get what inspired entertained and encouraged mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely well amber this has been fun <laughs> fun 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 i wish you so much success friend like i said i already know that this book is going to be on people's list uh, for this end of this year up, up until next year to read. So um, just brace yourself for all the success that's about to happen. Um, <laughs> I, I wish you so much success too. Oh, uh, thank you. Thank you. But this part, but this interview is about you and not me. Um, <laughs> this interview is about you. So um, where can people find you on social media? And when is the book coming out? Where can they get the book? Well, I am on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok with the, the handle AmethystAmber87. Um, that's my handle everywhere. Also on Wattpad, too. Um, and the book comes out December 6th. I cannot believe it's a few days. Oh, my God. Are you, ta- are you taking off that day? I'm I'm not I work on the six because I, I want to you know like like forget and just yeah. you know see I took off <laughs> I already took off months in advance <laughs> I took off the um the Friday uh, of the lunch party so, so that's okay good where okay, the celebration good. is gonna happen so I took that day off okay okay what is what other events do we have coming up um in 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 lieu of the the launch of the book what other events do you have coming up well what what i said was that um i have the the book launch on the 9th of december and um a couple more interviews and other things are to be determined to be determined all right but we'll know where to find you all on social media and you're also active on tiktok too but um yes friend we wish you the very best and i can't wait to tell everybody to go in and, and you know order this book and, and read it asap so we can get to the book too <laughs> <laughs> oh the book too it's gonna be a lot of drama a lot of drama do we have a date for that when it's coming out not yet. No, that's also to be determined. Also but to be determined. Okay. Not okay. Title. Title okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, we, I won't. I won't badger you about that yet. I won't badger you about that yet. But thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Like I said, I wish you all the best. Thank you. Up next in our What is Book Talk reading segment, author and Indigenous activist, Kala Clare. 
Hello, everybody. My name is Calla Claire. I am an author and I am a member of the Cherokee Nation. So it is an absolute honor to be joining you guys today for the What is Book Talk reading segment of the Romance in Color podcast. This is such an awesome podcast and it's so awesome to be on here. So seriously, thank you again. Um, my pen name one more time is Calla Claire. Um, and it is pretty much the same across all my social media handles, um, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and very soon to be a new platform called Sage Spot. So I I look forward to seeing everybody around. Um, my books are available on Amazon, etc, etc. Okay, so time to talk about the books that I am reading. I am super excited to share these. Um, the first one is called Seeking Stars by Leonore Solis. And this is an absolutely delightful contemporary rom-com um, with a plus-size female main character and a multicultural relationship. Um, Seeking Stars is about a female documentarian named Anna. And um, prior to this book, I don't think I'd actually read a book about um, a documentary person, somebody who makes documentaries. So that was super interesting. And I feel like it was pretty accurate because a lot of the descriptions were just, you know, the mundane things I assume that producers and people behind the camera have to worry about. Um, so this female documentarian named Anna is tasked with filming um, this gorgeous movie star named Liam for a month because Liam needs better PR. He needs to connect with the public in a better way. So um, his agent arranges for um, Liam to live with Anna for a month to kind of capture this intimate portrait of who he is in hopes of increasing his movie sales. Meanwhile, Liam is just over this. He's really, really tired of this Hollywood stuff. Um, and so he is not looking forward to this experience. So we have a little bit of a grumpy sunshine dynamic in the beginning. Um, and then, of course, this fades into just more easier, just easier going friendship. And then, of course, the sparks start to fly. So it is a bit of a slow burn. But when you get to the steam, it is absolutely worthwhile. Highly, highly recommend uh, Seeking Stars by Leonore Solis. There are no major trigger categories. Um, but she did very kindly list the triggers in the book. So if that's a concern, definitely check those out. Um, the next book I'm going to recommend is completely, uh, we're going, going in a totally different way. Um, this book is called Passing Notes by an author named Courtney Duke Foster. I had the pleasure of meeting this author in person at the Right Women's Book Festival in October in Glendale, Maryland. So if you are local to the DMV, DC, Maryland, Virginia area, this might be a neat festival for you to look into going to next year. Or even if you're a reader, even if you're not a writer, everybody is welcome to attend. So back to Passing Notes by Courtney Duke Foster. This is a historical interracial romance that is set in the 1950s. Um, but it is kind of like that TV show Mad Men. It's set about 10 years sooner than Mad Men, but it's similar to that show. It's got that kind of vibe. Um, it is about a white passing woman who moves from Washington, D.C. to New York to pursue a secretarial position in publishing because they are told that New York is um, has more opportunities for people of color to get positions. Um, unfortunately, upon arriving, they learn this isn't quite true. It's not as good as they thought that it would be. Um, but because the main character, Cheryl, is white passing, she is able to get more positions than her best friend, Betty, who was not. Um, and, you know, one thing leads to the, to another. Cheryl... Um, essentially assumes a position as a white person in this company. She has to make up a new history for herself. She has to make conscious decisions about what she shares about her past. Um, and in the meantime, she also um, has a relationship with a new um, white male editor who also, of course, assumes she's white. So you see so many layers of complexity to this. You see, you know, the historical pieces that are fascinating. You see... Um, how her friends treat the relationship, how her family treats the relationship. And as somebody who was white passing myself, I just thought it was extremely accurate. And it's an extremely accurate portrayal of how people treat you when they learn um, 
the quote-unquote truth of your family and your background. So it's a really, really good, poignant, touching book called Passing Notes. So that's my recommendations for today. Um, Thank you guys so much for having me on. Both of these books are available on Amazon, um, and the authors are also available to follow on social media platforms. They're both on Instagram for sure. Um, So please go ahead and read these books. I really want to talk to somebody about them. So thank you so much for having me. I will talk to you guys later. Can't wait to see you around TikTok. Bye. I want to thank my guest, author Amber Samuel, and author and activist, Calla Claire. Tune in next week where we have more amazing author interviews and book recommendations. I am your host, Tati Richardson, your resident romance writer and reader. You can find Romance in Color on social media on our Instagram at Romance in Color. That's Romance in Color with a U. And on our Twitter at Romance the letter N, and color with the U. And you can find me, Tati Richardson, everywhere on social media, TikTok, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere at Richard Writes On. That's Richard Writes On. See you guys next week. Take care and God bless.